Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola. Joining us on the road is Mike Simon. Hi, Mike. Good to be back. And yeah, the new guy. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while, so he's been a busy man. Uh, in the studio with Lake Johnson. Hiya. And the most important man in the room. Adam Patrick Murray. I'm sorry, I'm I back. Uh, I, I have to to apologize first off to everyone because you get the B team. Dan is off doing something important, and uh, they they left the wheels to a, a horrible a- Android PC user. I, usually they don't let me in the studio, but today I, I had today to. So. We had to. We had no choice. Yep. He's still the most important man in the room, though, because he's monitoring our YouTube and Twitter feeds for your feedback. And your comments. So yeah, we're already getting some. Yeah. So if you guys have any thoughts on today's topics, let us know. Adam will chime in with what you guys are thinking about today. We're going to talk about rumors, rumors, and more rumors. Maybe we'll make some up of our own. (laughs) So what are you doing? (laughs) That's what you get paid to do, right? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we're going to start off with a report from Bloomberg this past Monday, I believe. Was it Monday? Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it was Monday. Yeah, so uh, Bloomberg is reporting the uh, that Apple is working on two particular products. One is a pro-focused Mac Mini. The other is a low-cost Mac laptop. Now, I, I hesitated to call it a MacBook Air or a MacBook because the article didn't have a lot of specifics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you know this I mean, is this is not new stuff. Right. They've been these kind of these rumors have been kind of floating around for a while. We were you know I think the, the many people were kind of like hoping it would get a refresh and stuff, but it was expected. And back during the event with the schools with the iPad, the the field trip, you know a lot of people thought they were going to release like new MacBook Airs for students at that that event. So you know this is not like earth shaking stuff, but uh, yes, yeah, the uh, the the pro by. By uh, whatever you want to call it, Mac Mini Pro, let's call it. Uh-huh. That's right. that's newish, at least. I mean, uh, the that's uh, newish, yeah. The previous report, uh, Ming Chi Kuo, uh-huh. if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, he did say that a Mac Mini refresh was in the works, but he did not say what type of machine it would be. So, a little more information about by saying that Apple is going to target Pro users rather than entry level users. That's true, but I mean, at this point, I I think. You know, these days that you know, for lower end stuff, they do kind of push people towards the MacBook. And if I, you know, when it was, you know, if you're going to do something like the Mini or something, I think it's kind of like Pro by default. That's me. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've I've always had this problem with them calling stuff Pro because yes. in my mind, when I used to use a Mac, you know, it meant you can ch- swap stuff out. You had the option yeah. to upgrade. You mm-hmm. had, you know, bigger, better. You know, that 17-inch MacBook Pro, that was awesome. That was you an know. awesome machine. I uh, had one, too. I loved it. Yeah, so, and, I mean, I knew, I didn't personally know anyone editing in Final Cut 7 at the time on a Mac Mini. Mm-hmm. Usually, we're all Mac Pros, you know, mm-hmm. so, like, right. I, I don't I don't know what they could do to make it a Pro uh, type of deal, but... Well, yeah. why don't you tell us, Mike? No. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I had some ideas. I wrote right. about it earlier this week. The um, uh, Intel has a whole project it's called the nuc or NUC, which is uh, next unit of computing which is a horrible <laughs> acronym but that's what it stands for and um you know they are very small very portable devices with you know relatively high-end specs we're talking core i7s uh 1632 gigs of ram so it can be done mm-hmm. you can make a very small form factor 
pro level machine that you can swap out things and you know get new you know swap out the hard drive so swap out the ram i don't think they're going to let us change the processor no. but no. you know they could this could be kind of a precursor to the modular mac pro true that they keep teasing now for going on 18 months <laughs> they've been saying this thing is coming so there is a faction within apple that still believes that pro equals upgradable and expandable mm -hmm. so right. maybe we'll get a, a little tease a little peek of that with the mac mini but we you know in all likelihood it'll just be a machine with better specs well and the problem with that too is that uh you know we've used some of those nooks over on the pc world side uh mm -hmm. and they are awesome little powerful machines yeah. I still don't know if I'd call them pro. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to edit video off of them. I, I mm -hmm. still would prefer an actual full yeah. graphics card. Yeah. I mean, they can get some cool stuff, but also the other problem is they're expensive as hell. Yes. They are expensive so as hell. Expensive. And the Mac Mini, what, was like 500, 600? 499. You know? 500 you know? bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I yeah, mean. If, if it's going to be a pro, I mean, it would be, it would, it would be three times as much. Easy. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and I mean, not that Apple is not against uh raising uh you know putting things at a high price point but you know at the same time i i don't know and also uh mark over on youtube's asking i mean who who would the pro mac mini be for if it if it isn't for pro users well, that, that's a good point you know i guess if you're wanting your like you know you could be you, know, you use it for a really good monitor that you think that you know apple for some reason doesn't you know is up to snuff on that but uh but yeah you know going back to what you were saying um you know, that was one of the appeals of the, the Mac Mini. You could buy into that Apple system, you know, but, you know, basically just use stuff that you have lying around the house, you know, keyboards and, uh, you know, uh, monitors and everything without actually having to buy this big, you know, beautiful, elegant, all-in-one display. Uh, so, uh, you know, that that is a loss if they do just go the pro route, uh, even though I was I, kind of – go ahead. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I didn't no. mean to. I, th I thought you were finishing. Um, I, I think the, the definition of Apple's pro user has changed a lot. True. And a pro in Apple's mind mm -hmm. is someone who does light video editing, who, you know, grades photos in, in iPhoto, too, who takes a lot of pictures, mm -hmm. maybe streams a lot of movies, you know, things like that. And I think that a, a, a Mac Mini Pro would be for those people. So we have the email and web surfing on one hand mm -hmm. and the Photoshop and, and Adobe Premiere on the other and those people in the middle that are doing heavier tasks than, you know, simple surfing, right. but not quite as, as powerful as like a creative professional. I think that's going to be the, if, you know, assuming this report is accurate, that's what the Mac mini pro would target yeah. probably around $1,200, you know, probably a core I seven, probably eight gigs of Ram, you know, 512 gigabytes of, of SSD store something like that, where it's a little bit better than like a base Mac, uh, iMac. Mm -hmm. Way better than the Mac Mini is now, but you know, right. four years old. But, but it, still not like a, you know, not not super high end. And and not not sorry, not to poo poo on this uh, to keep going, but the, like. <laughs> yeah. but the uh, I mean that this seems like such a a, a real niche market, you yes. know, a real a real That's small sure. sliver. Apple, you know, does Apple really want to go for the uh, that such a small sliver? Because I feel like the Mac Mini. Uh, did have a larger range of applications, but a Mac Mini Pro, who uh, you know, targeting Pro people who don't want you know a larger desktop system, that just seems like such a niche of a niche. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, if it, if it starts at like seven or eight hundred bucks and goes up to like twelve or fifteen with with BTO options, I mean, I guess that would be right. 
a little bit more of a, of a wider net they're, they're trying yeah. to cast. Let, let, let's not get caught up with the whole pro naming thing. Uh-huh. So I, I think what the, the reason why it's called a pro is because it's a shortcut to saying that Apple is taking a different approach with the Mac right. Mini. Approach? If we're going to go in that direction, so, yeah. you know, I kind of wish they would have both. You would have the really cheap one. Yeah. And, yeah, and, uh, and, and they might. Yes, yeah. and then they would have the big one. Because, yeah, we right. are just kind of working off an informed rumor right here. Right. Yeah. So I think I mean, Apple. Honestly, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So Apple's going to, I think they're going to up the specs that will make it maybe well, appealing. I mean, they, they yeah, more appealing to pro users, but they're still going to call it the Mac Mini. Yeah, maybe, yeah, and so. you know, the Mac Mini also has a reputation of being a bare bones, yes, level computer. If yeah. they suddenly throw a Core i9 and 32 gigs of RAM in there, it's going to yeah. take a lot to sell people on the fact that oh, now it, all of a sudden it's a it's a real high end machine. So yeah, I think you're right. So I think like it's not going to be super duper high end. Yes, right. I think we'll still see we'll see like maybe three models. There'll be a 499 model that's essentially the Mac Mini that. That's been sold for the past three years, and then we'll see a current Mac Mini that's probably a thousand to twelve hundred dollars that has more updated specs, mm-hmm. faster processors that that people that people who are more demanding have been asking for. So I think I think that's what you'll see. So, so, you, so just more gonna, options. I think yeah. So yeah, I think that's what it is. So do you and, think they're going to change the look of it at all? I think maybe they'll go more towards – when I was on the the bus this morning, I was thinking that maybe it would be the – you know, more like the Apple TV or something like that. But maybe they'll go crazy. Maybe they'll, you know, pull a Mac Pro on us or something like that. Or, you know, it'll be the, 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 the Coke can instead of the Please trash don't, can. Don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, I, uh, from, uh, from Periscope or Twitter, however we uh, announce it, uh, in Enigma – N. Jermongner, I'm sorry, I'm horrible at names, uh, has an interesting take. Uh, the Mini was meant to appeal to customers that wanted to try a Mac. You know, yes, the, the, that's a good point. The, absolutely a switcher machine. Point. Yes. Yeah. And that's kind of what I meant by the stuff just lying around your house, like the monitor for your PC and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of really what I meant. PC, monitor, uh, you know, uh, keyboard, monitor, mouse. Yeah, B- yeah. BTOKVM is. Uh... I think our, our K, KMV is uh, they they announced it something like that. Yeah, Bacon Road key, a keyboard video monitor and mouse something like that. So how do you think Apple will go with the ports? I mean, I hope they don't take any away because yes. that's one thing that Mac Mini has going for it is it has a, a an embarrassment of riches when it comes to ports. Uh-huh. A SD card, a uh, you know obviously a headphone jack, bunch of bunch of USB. I mean, they obviously need to upgrade it to USB C and, and Thunderbolt three if it's going to be even closely. To a pro machine yes but i hope you know let's if they shrink it i hope that they don't lose like half the ports in the process yeah. Yeah. D- does the yes. imac pro have an ethernet uh wired ethernet i believe it does i think it's gigabit oh okay the, uh the imac pro the yeah. imac pro yeah, definitely yeah. definitely does yeah so yeah. I, I would definitely hope the has a gigabit too uh yeah i would definitely hope the mac mini pro would have uh, wired ethernet as well so, not get yeah. rid of that that's another one. But if it's going to go to a smaller footprint, mm-hmm. it's going to rely on Thunderbolt probably. Yeah. See, that's kind of what yeah. I was leaning in the direction. So, True. Yes. But the iMac has uh, legacy and USB-C ports as well. So maybe they'll give you two and two or something. Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, we posted a poll on Twitter asking about the Mac Mac Mini. I almost said MacBook. The Mac <laughs> Mini. Uh, the question was, what? What's the most you would pay for a powerful new Pro Mac Mini? 
Uh, 48% people of people said that most they would pay is $800. 30% said 1000 16% said 1500 which I, I was kind of surprised that, I was, that so many people would be willing to pay that. And 6% said 2000 uh, Kind of on the point of ports, uh, Yorgos Helios on Twitter said that he thought that the next Mac Pro and the next Mac Mini will be one product that relies on Thunderbolt to connect external GPUs and RAID drives. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, it'd be un- I would think it'd be unfortunate if Apple decided to do that, but I could also see them doing that. Mm-hmm. So... But, you I, know, mean, I can see them take, just giving you one USB-C port and saying, deal with it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know Apple's philosophy on desktop machines. You know, you can see why they... they, they know their philosophy right now. Yeah. Still, <laughs> yeah. still working on it. Well, the philosophy on laptops is we're going to give you Thunderbolt because we're trying to give you the thinnest, smallest yeah. footprint. You know, sure, you're going to have to use dongles, but they would probably argue that that's a small percentage of people who need to use all those dongles. I don't know if that's true, you know, I but yeah, I wish we knew like attach so, rates, you know, how many right. people bought a laptop and a dongle. Right. So <laughs> uh, at least one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, most people have like I'd say 50% of people have at least something yeah, so that yeah, they need to attach to their uh, Mac if they have a new MacBook. So. Uh over on Periscope, uh Throwboy uh, is pondering the question, does Apple need the Mini anymore? They don't seem to want to appeal to low-cost markets now. I mean, that's that's a good point. It's, mm. you know, the the other thing with the Mac Mini is, as uh, somebody, as you, I forget the name of the person who pointed out that he the Mac Mini was for low-cost. <laughs> I'm not going to say that again, yeah. sorry. <laughs> it was a low-cost machine for people to get them into the Mac. The Mac Mini has sort of changed in terms of its purpose it's well it doesn't have a purpose it's four years old for christ's sake yeah but people (laughs) i think people on people apple had this intended purpose and people changed it like people use the mac mini for server farms people use the mac uh, mini uh, for media streamers right media streamers and things like that and i wouldn't be surprised if apple found that a lot of people it's a significant part of that mac mini business yes but at, so at the same time, do you need pro level hardware for a server farm? I, you know, yeah. I don't know. So it's you know you it, have a network also, bandwidth there. Something to be said for you know Apple's taken a lot of lumps this year with its core audience, and right. maybe this is just like an olive branch saying, yeah, you know what, yeah. for the thirty people of you who really want a new Mac Mini, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> just try to keep people happy. Yeah. The same thing with the with the MacBook Air. I mean, if they're going to make that Retina. Mm-hmm. What's the point of having that with the MacBook? Yes. They're going to be priced within $200 of each other probably and be basically the same machine. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they're saying, all right, listen, guys, we're sorry we screwed so many things up this year. Here you go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, if, <laughs> if, if you're going to do that, I think uh, Mark is uh, from on YouTube is going to uh, follow my suggestion. I'd rather have Apple be committed to offering updates for their upcoming Mac Pro. I he, I personally yeah. hear more people yelling about give me a new Mac Pro than give well, me a new coming. Mac Mini. They already they already they already told us that. I don't who knows when. Right. But most likely sometime before the end of 2019 mm-hmm. there will be a new modular Mac Pro. Yes. That's what they've said. They've said that enough times and if they don't deliver it someone's going to go down to uh, Apple Park and burn it down. So they have to <laughs> they, they have to make that and sooner than later I probably so. next year WWDC. Yeah, I think it's going to be the marquee announcement at oh, WWDC. Yes. I hope so. so. 
some other comments on the poll. Uh, Comatose says that he would actually pay $1,500 if it had a high-end graphics card, and he would pay $1,000 if it had a generic graphics on it. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's a market There's a market for I'd love to know how many minis they sold, like, this year. Is it, yeah. like, six? Is it <laughs> 600? Is it six? I'm like, like, I have no idea. Well, at this point, like, I'm pretty sure people are waiting on the next one. So that was yeah. be, yeah. It's not even on display in Apple stores anymore. Right. Like, it's, it's like, uh, it's like it barely exists. Well, it's kind of ugly for the store these days uh, yeah. compared to their you modern know, stuff. It has a, has a Haswell <laughs> processor. I mean, it's hopelessly outdated. Yes. Yeah. It looks like, you know, here's a museum. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. So a lot of to see. I, my guess is I guess they have a Mac event in October to, to do all this because this won't happen at the iPhone event, right? No, no, this won't happen at the iPhone event. Yeah. They'll probably do so it. Probably yeah. mid to late October. Yeah, it'll be like part of their holiday announcements. And so. I wonder if that'll include um, Apple TV and whatever this video service is, if they give you a sneak peek at that too. Yeah, so there's been rumors of Apple unveiling their own service. There was a story by TechCrunch earlier this year about how Netflix is doing this test run in, I think it's 33 different countries, of trying to get people off of their Netflix subscription that's based in the Netflix app. Because if you you signed up through iOS, Apple gets 30% of that cut. Yeah. I think that changes to 15% it, it after does. X amount of it's years. It's only after the first year. Yeah. yeah. So, and Netflix but, is like... Uh, uh, that's, um, yeah. that's an issue now also with Google with the uh, the uh, Fortnite mobile release. Yeah. Yeah. wasn't through Play Store. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and these are two, you know, Netflix and Epic, they are, these are huge names that are bringing a ton of attention to the fact that Apple and Google are making billions of dollars a year by doing nothing but giving you a storefront. And, yeah. you know, there's a, there's an ease of use, there's a, there's a convenience, there's a, security a, a delivery service, there's a security, all that stuff mm-hmm. exists, of course. But I think it's going to reach a point where Apple's going to have to lower and so Google as well. As soon as one yeah. does it, the other will follow suit. And I think they're going to have to lower that um, cut that they take in order to keep these developers happy and to, as, as Leif says, keep things secure. Because yeah. it is important to go through the Google Store and the App Store because yeah. you're sh- you're ninety nine point nine percent assured that you're not picking up any any uh, malware. Mm-hmm. And the investors though will be like, no, we're gonna, you know. And oh, so if Apple loses that revenue, do you know how small that is in their in their bottom line? I know, but you know these people. I mean, somebody crazy. floated the figure of sixteen billion. That's I don't think that that yes. there's no way it would cost them that much. Yes. Uh. Uh-uh. Well, also in uh. The Bloomberg report was, as we mentioned, a report of a new MacBook that, as they were putting it, would be, they thought would have a 13-inch screen, and which which seems kind of odd because they also said that it would be similar in terms of form to the MacBook Air, yeah, with with slimmer bezels, though, right? Is, the, the whole thing made it. There was a lot, I had a lot of questions about that whole report. Yeah, yeah. So, but they. And, you know, and how it fits in terms of the MacBook line seems kind of odd. So I I think they're probably going to come out with a low-cost laptop and they'll call it the MacBook and get rid of the MacBook Air. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they they, they have a MacBook. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's a 12-inch machine, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's so what that's how it's doesn't it fits oddly. It's like maybe they'll make that 12-inch machine the 
low end. I, yeah. I mean, to, to be honest with you, I never thought that MacBook made any sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they made it. I don't know why they didn't just evolve the MacBook Air to be that machine that they wanted. Right. Because yeah. the MacBook is, it's smaller than the Air. Mm -hmm. It's thinner than the air. It's lighter than the air, but it's but the air still exists. Mm -hmm. And it, so, I mean, I don't know why they didn't just say this is the new MacBook Air. Get rid of that and call it that. Like, but to have those two machines that are essentially targeting the same type of consumer with vastly different specs uh -huh. and a similar price, it just makes it make any sense. I'm always surprised by you know how much more the MacBook sells though for the uh, you know compared to the MacBook Air. And you know I know some people love that keyboard that it has on the MacBook Air. Yeah, it's got the, the ports. Is, the Air is crappy. Yes. It's got a it's got a, a, a garbage screen. That's well, Chromebooks are usually crappy too, and people yeah, buy but, the hell out but, of them. Yeah. No, no, you're right. But Chromebooks, <laughs> the people who are buying Chromebooks are are schools and kids. That's eighty percent. If you take away that market, uh -huh. and they're also uh, very uh, low end too. Yeah, they're not selling many Chromebooks. Yeah. Very, very low end. And they're also two hundred freaking dollars. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, Apple doesn't so, have to go two hundred, but it can at least go like six. Yeah, they're not gonna. I could have a six hundred dollar laptop. No yes. way. I know, it's, but I'm, I'm just, the most, the lowest it'll be is nine hundred. That's my idealism coming out. <laughs> and have you have you used a two hundred dollar Chromebook? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> I actually worked on one for about a year. Yes. They're they're, they're hard. <laughs> actually, the, I, only thing, the only thing that's good about them is that they start up quickly and they don't really need much maintenance. Yes, and then you can <laughs> you know, if they die, you can just buy another one. Yeah, I suppose. I actually have an a an original. Chromebook. Uh, Google sent me one uh -huh. when nice. they were launching the service. I found Ooh, it in my great. garage the other day. I was like, oh, I forgot, totally forgot about it. I think Dan so. has one, too. I think he, uh, when we used to work at CNET, uh, he went to an event and they were giving them out. Yeah, like, it's like a black plastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I should the, fire the, it up the and Pixel look at it. Is, is great, but that's $1,000. Yeah, that's... The Pixel book is it's like, it's like the MacBook Air. Right. Yeah, but that's a it's a it's a it's a great machine. It has a good processor, lots of storage. I mean, it's it's nice, it's fast, but you're paying a thousand dollars for a, a, a web browser. OS, it's not really even an OS. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the MacBook Air is going to go away, and you know, you can't even say the MacBook Air is a Chromebook competitor because Apple will steer you towards the iPad. Yes, right. So. Well, and also uh, enlightened up on uh, Periscope makes a good point. Losing the uh, the corner of the market that was just schools was mm. a, a real loss yeah. for Apple. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's why I yeah. keep going with the you know the yeah. inexpensive and stuff. That's the way I got into the Apple system was yep, getting yep. into the school, and that's how I grew to love it because you know I wasn't you know I wasn't rich enough to ha you know be able to play with these things that they have it today, especially as does. But you know I got introduced to Apple. Look where I am today because I you know it was such a heavy presence in my public school. I think that's really important, and I think yep. it needs to be laptops and MacBooks instead of iPads. Because I'm sorry, I don't buy into that. I, I believe that you need, you know, proper keyboards, proper mouse, and everything to teach people that Macs are at their core a work machine. And whereas I, you know, admire the iPad, but I do think it is more towards media consumption and lightweight task. And uh, I think getting that, in, yeah, go ahead. Oh no! I, I was just coughing. I'm sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just cleared his throat. Was I was literally. Just, I wasn't trying to interrupt you. But yeah, that's why I think. It, see, this is why I think it's important, and you know, for in, 
Uh, they need to give, if they're going to give, okay, so let's say we keep the actual core products more expensive. They need to give schools more of a substantial discount if they want to. Yeah, that, I think that would be wonderful. If, you know, retail, you kept it at a gazillion dollars or whatever like that. But, you you know, you gave schools hefty discounts. And only, I'm not talking like the students and stuff because people can work around that. Like, like the actual administrators and stuff. And Bring, th- back, bring back the EMAC, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, that enlightened person, he's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Apple had the ball and just completely, they didn't just drop it, they threw it away. (laughs) Seriously. They they totally had it with the iMac. The iMac was everywhere in schools. Yes. And they, um, you know, they just didn't care anymore. Uh And, um, you know, now Google and Microsoft, you know, mainly Google, I mean, I, I, I go into my school, there's, there's one iPad in my son's uh, kindergarten class and, you know, uh, two PCs. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really like this Mark guy on YouTube because I was <laughs> literally, literally just about to say the same thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, Apple doesn't care about schools for when it comes to computing because all the kids have iPhones. So they, <laughs> they still won. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my you know, I live in San Francisco. The San Francisco school district still has a huge installment of Apple products. So, oh, sure. You know, it, it, but that, of course, it's, we're outliers. We're down. Yeah. We're down the street from Apple. <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, and Apple had its Chicago event earlier this year to talk about how they're trying to, you know, they have these new programs for for schools, but. <coughs> you know, it's even the even the San Francisco school district. Is reliant upon web apps. Yes, and you don't really need you don't need Apple Gear for a web app. You know, you, you well, you can use an iPad on a web app, you know, with a web app. But Chromebooks are a lot cheaper. So, yeah. yes. But um, if you put stuff in the cloud, you can access it from anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, Apple's um, their iPad software for schools is excellent, but you got to yeah. buy thirty friggin' iPads. Yes. Who, who could afford that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe San Francisco can, but um, certainly not uh, where my son goes to school. Apparently, L.A. couldn't remember that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yes. So. But yeah, since all the kids are using iPhones, they might uh, want to put this in their calendar that the rumor is September 14th. Great transition. I'm well. sorry. I know I'm not <laughs> supposed to stop and say how great a transition is, but man, that was a great transition. Well, you pitched the, you pitched the softball. So <laughs> I, just, I just swung hard. Uh, so, so new iPhones are coming. Yes. Uh, German site, <laughs> Maserkopf. I, I, uh, I don't know German. You're mangling that, man. Maserkopf uh, has information that uh, Apple will be taking pre-orders for on September 14th. Now, you've probably seen from other sites about articles about when could the next when could the iPhone event be? Uh a lot of people are speculating that it'll be September 12th because September 11th is essentially a non-official holiday in San, in, in not yes. just San Francisco yes. but in the United States. Uh Apple likes to do Tuesdays for events. They don't like to do the first do Tuesday in Wednesday, a month, but they will. So, and I mean, tr- traditionally it's been uh, Tuesday or Wednesday for the yeah. iPhone, and it's always been around those like, yeah. low teens. They'll do a Wednesday, and so yeah. everybody's kind of guessing that September twelfth is going to be the iPhone event. It's always in September. Yeah. Um. So, 
Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe bet. 12th and then uh, the following Friday or that Friday will be pre-orders. Yeah. Two weeks later, it'll be it'll go on sale, and um, two days before that will be iOS uh, 12. Yeah. Most so likely. We were talking about the show before. We were talking before the show about invites when Apple would send invites. So I guess that they would send them starting early next week. Mm-hmm. But then I, when I when I was saying that, I was thinking, I bet they'll do it tomorrow. Really. That's that's pretty early. But yeah, it's, that's pretty that is really generous early. of Apple. Yeah. They usually so. make it as inconvenient as they can for journalists. <laughs> yeah, they give you like there. a week and a half. <laughs> right. And the yeah. plane tickets go up by right. Because Apple wants to help the plane <laughs> and hotel industry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the only thing that's always like super early is WWDC because they know you know that's right. They invite a million people to that. And I remember the Apple Watch, the introduction of the Apple Watch. That iPhone event invitations went out uh, pretty early too because they invited people that they didn't normally invite from fashion and from you know things like that. So they uh, they gave them a little bit more time. Yeah. But generally about two weeks out. Yes. Well, uh, Ibrahim on YouTube asked uh, way early. Uh, will there be new iPods this September? What do you guys think? There's there's a lot of rumors iPods. around iPhones. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, not iPods. Uh, AirPods. I'm sorry. Okay. I, oh, I read oh. that wrong. Yes. That was my bad. <laughs> Uh, iPods. I was yeah, going to say, you know, that'd be cool. Could do a new iPod Touch. Do it. They've updated. Do what, it. We're face on this. Come out with a new Nano. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, the iPod, so, yeah, AirPods. I uh, yes, sir. Yes, there will be, I, there will, I agree. Will new, new AirPods. Even if it's yeah. just something as simple as a couple of new functions with the same form factor. But people yeah, are talking about all kind of crazy stuff. Like, you know, they want to have some kind of crazy, uh, you know, noise canceling in them and, you know, more touch gestures. Like, you know, you can slide your finger up and make it volume. But people are getting really dreamy. It's just probably just better specs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a that's a runaway hit. Um, and AirPods 2 has a nice ring to it. So I'm quite certain <laughs> it'll be, they'll come out. Maybe, maybe noise canceling, you know, probably IP68 water resistance, things like that. But mm-hmm. Essentially the same product with a couple of new things. Oh, and a wireless charging right, case. Right, the case yeah. is the big yeah. rumor. Oh, uh, so. That's right. Which, wireless, which makes me think that maybe would they ship the air power, which they announced how long ago? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, almost a year. It was the so, iPhone event last year. Yeah, really? Was, wow, yeah. and it still hasn't come out? No. Nope. Right. Still Dang. hasn't released. All right. It's In case a mat. People, they said 2018, yeah. so they can, still, they can still nail it. Yeah. In case people have forgotten, <laughs> wow. the air power. was out already. <laughs> was a was a device that Apple introduced last year almost. Uh that it's a wireless charging pad, but it can charge I think they were showing three devices at yes. once. So you could charge your wireless a, yeah. It has a like a, a chip and it runs like a modified version of iOS so it can it can beam charging uh percentages to your phone and stuff. Yeah. Like it's a it's <laughs> way more advanced than most uh key charging pads, but Jesus, it's been almost 12 months. Yes. And there have been a couple of stories that have come out talking about that this product actually was more difficult than Apple anticipated. Yeah, so. Especially with a feature like that. I could maybe see yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. The one question I have is they always show these pictures of, of the watch like laying perfectly flat yeah. on this pad. Like mine never, never <laughs> went like that. <laughs> Like it's it's like there's no way it's gonna charge overnight. It's gonna pop up and yeah. then it won't charge. And the moment the link band, forget it because that has uh you can't lay that one flat. No contact here. Yeah. So, right. What if you put it upside down so it's face down? Uh, so that you would have to be. <laughs> there, you able to... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Flat. The, all right. Fine. With that with that band, it works. Yes. But try using any of the other bands. Yes. 
with the sport band, it's fine. So you have to use a sport band with this wireless charging pad that they're going to probably charge two hundred dollars for. You have to remove Get the out band. Remove <laughs> <laughs> the band. I'll charge my plastic fashion way. Thank you very much. <laughs> so speaking of charging, there was another. There was also a rumor, which is more of a geeky rumor, that the new iPhone will have a copper coil yes. instead of. Um, what's, I don't remember what the name of the material that they use now, but it's supposed to be it, this changing coil, charging coil will allow for faster charging. Yeah, that would be that, I, I would welcome that. That'd yes. be cool. So, cool. They'll, they'll probably relegate yeah. that to the to the top end model, but uh, 15 watt charging through wireless would be sweet. Yes. Uh, Jacob Philly over on. Uh... Periscope uh, is asking chances of 120 hertz screen on the iPhone, even if it's just the OLED version. Well, if yeah, they want to do the Apple Pencil, they might go that route. Remember how they? I said mean, that they, it does. Um, the the iPhone now, it like the touch the touch inputs are right. uh, they refresh at 120 hertz, but it's I don't not know, a I consistent. Tell you what, uh, Adam, you know, because it was it was it was your sample. I I tried out that Razer phone, mm-hmm. and the the 120 hertz screen is just remarkably Ooh, cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's so nice. Yeah, I didn't. I, I thought it was a gimmick, mm-hmm. but you can go back and forth on the phone. You can set it to sixty and then to one hundred and twenty, and it is a huge, huge difference. Well, huge. see, I think this is important. You know what I was just saying because you know there's that rumor that Apple might bring the Apple Pencil to uh, the iPhone. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're okay. So if you use one hundred and twenty on the iPad Pro, um, the the nice thing is the ProMotion, I believe. Yes, and the nice thing is is that that get you get your movements better. It more accurately interprets the movements and stuff. So that's that's really good for drawing, but more importantly, it's also good for writing because you can write smaller mm. because it is interpreting mm. the movements yeah, yeah. better than it will at 60. So if they nice. bring that to – if they bring the Apple Pencil, whether it's a smaller one or whether for some reason we're using a big-ass pencil on there, um, <laughs> it will uh, – I think 120 would be really important for that because it would make using a stylus essentially on a phone much more accurate. Well, what about? But does it, so when you're using the stylus, I mean, you can't answer this question. It's just more rhetorical. Uh-huh. <laughs> Would the 120 kick in? The, the 120 touch kick in because it's a stylus, mm-hmm. even without giving you a full 120 hertz screen. Mm-hmm. I wonder. That's that's a good question. Yeah. I I I don't know what they would do with that. Yeah. Uh, well, and what if it's just limited to 90 hertz? Like, I know the, the upcoming Asus uh, ROG phone uh, mm-hmm. on the Android Arc. side, sorry, uh, is is uh, an OLED. Um, no. Yes, yeah. It's, it's yeah, OLED, it's but it goes up to 90 hertz. So you can get 120 hertz on a LCD, mm-hmm. OLED, 90 hertz, you know, maybe. It would be an improvement. Yeah. 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 And, that, yeah. I mean, I... I we haven't heard any rumors about that, but we, but we probably wouldn't because that's going to be super, super technical. Yes. Right. So, um, I mean, I think that both, I think that it's entirely possible the LCD one is, I mean, sorry, the OLED one is, is 90 or 120, whatever. And Michael made an important point here. A lot of these rumors that come out, you know, they're usually based on stuff that you can infer from the tech because that's who's telling these rumors is people on the supply line who are handling the hardware. Yeah, they're generally CAD CAD rumors that are, mm-hmm. you know, just schematic-based. Yes. So, you know, when it gets a little bit more technical like that, those are usually the Yeah, surprises. that's why we never hear anything about the new chip until Apple says this is what it does. Like, yeah. we know they don't, they don't have, like, we know it's the A12, maybe the A12, whatever mm-hmm. they want to call it, but beyond that, we don't know anything about the speed or the, uh, the, the neuralness, the AI, or nothing. Mm-hmm. So... There will be some surprises. Yes. Yeah. 
So while the Germans are reporting a possible ship date, the French transition. The French <laughs> noticed that uh, Apple filed six new Apple Watch number model numbers with the EEC. Huh. Like, yeah, so, I can believe that. I so mean, six? That seems like LTE, a lot, right? LTE, non-LTE, oh, different okay. casings. Yeah, right. and then boom, suddenly you're already at six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. In fact, that was, that was low. Uh, if, if you break it down last year, there was, I think mean, there were eight. Maybe they're so, getting rid of the ceramic finally. Or, or they might, uh, that's, yeah, that's possible. Yes. Or they could just um, be getting rid of the GPS only one and just making you go all uh, LTE. Or maybe they're getting rid of the Hermes. Uh, uh, no way. People, gold plated Hermes. <laughs> so, so yeah. So more Apple watches. Are sold. They're, they're, they're often sold out. Those those Hermes. I don't know if, if they make like three of them. Right, or they're they're like three. Really popular. Yeah. I wouldn't pay twelve hundred dollars for a, for a loop de loop strap, but God, you know, somebody must be. I don't know. I, when I was, you know, there, I think when when I was at the uh, Apple store on uh, Union Square the other day, I actually saw someone buy one. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, yeah." So, of course, this is San Francisco. So. You, you rich Californian. <laughs> <Right. laughs> well, there's something about the Hermes. What it, to me, it's like, it's like trying to slap really expensive rims to make. <laughs> On a and I don't want to say the Apple Watch is a low end car, but you know, you know what I mean. Yes. You're trying to gloss to glossy up something that doesn't really lend itself to being glossied up. Well, that was that why they were sense? trying to do it with the $10,000 gold so, plating that now sells for $250. Yeah. Uh, that's not useful anymore. Uh, th- <laughs> yeah, the thing is, there is something, what? I don't know if it's utilitarian. The look of the Apple Watch doesn't lend itself to being glamorous looking. Yes. So yeah, when I think of a Hermes shit. Apple Watch, I just think. I mean, you do get the, the special edition Hermes yeah. face. But, yeah, I, I hear you what you're what saying. Mean? Apple, yeah. you know, I did I did a thing on that where I was talking about the Apple Watch, you know, boutique closing. And I said that was a good thing, you know, where they were trying to make it, you know, where it was all super luxury and stuff. Because people call actual Apple a luxury product, but I don't think it's luxury in that sense. Like, right. let me wear my $500 yeah, yeah. Gucci shirt or something. Right. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I, I do was, think they're uh, ultimately practical devices. It's not exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's beauty for everyone, I think, is like the most... The most idealistic way I could put it, but as opposed to look at my six hundred dollars shirt. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Throwboy is saying, uh, "How about a new platinum Apple Watch?" Yeah. <laughs> I could s- nice that's, and bling. Yeah. Platinum yeah. is more realistic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's but yeah, I mean, look at it. I I love my Apple Watch. I mean, but yeah, it's like Roman said. This is not you know. It's yeah. It's, it's just like, le- yeah. It's just an everyday look to me. Not. If yeah. it was turned off, you look like you could get it at Walgreens. That's a bold yeah. statement. Like. <laughs> 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 nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, people try to, you know, with a red dot. They try to dress up their their Apple watches with with watch bands. The problem is there are now fewer watch bands because Apple apparently has discontinued some of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're, so, that's a they, they're, they're always doing that. They, yeah. they, there's like a there's like a core, I don't know, maybe 25 of them or so that are that have been around since day one. Yeah. And then there's there's new sport bands that come and they go. There's new leather colors. There's new those, those those nylon with the stripes. They come and go. Like they're always changing them out. You know, people yeah. I guess they buy them and they you know once they're out they're out. Yeah, there was uh, a Reddit post that pointed this out, which brought us to another conversation that we had 
and on the staff about people. There are actually pe- hardcore collectors yes. of yeah. Apple Watch bands, like yeah. like there are sneakerheads, yes. and stuff. And we didn't really? realize this. They're rich, and yeah, they're, they're what, people. And, then, who and they don't open them; they just keep them <laughs> no, in the box. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah and oh, really? so people post these pictures of their collection of these watch yeah. bands. They're just kind of like, "Whoa, this is." Huh. Yeah, and there was so, one on Reddit, I think, that w- w- made yeah. it in Slack, where the guy was just showing that he had, like, all, like, gray and black ones. It was, like, 25, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and they were in, like, a like a case. And yeah, like he had a, a case. And, like, a glass thing. It was, yeah, I mean, hey, man, to each of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I mean, I guess you could do uh-huh. worse things with your money, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have like three, and I thought that was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I still just got the one. Uh, we'll also, Leif, we have a couple people in the the Periscope chat that say they work for Walgreens. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, watch yeah. watch out where you're digging there. I mean, yeah, you, you, Walgreens <laughs> sells good stuff on occasion. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, I go to one down the street all the time. I think uh, I go to Walgreens every week. And you know what? <laughs> I'm from Chicago, and uh, you know that one thing that really ticks me off is where CVS always puts their stores right across from a Walgreens it's like get out of here anyway so because Walgreens yeah. is from Chicago yes. you really you really slipped from uh, <laughs> so there see I'm on your side you're not deriding <laughs> Walgreens to, to, to vehemently defending it <laughs> that's, that's funny uh, I, I noticed that too and I purposely avoid CVS because yes, of that they're, they're, it's like Samsung <laughs> where, where they're you know being all obnoxious and up and yeah and so yeah they're like the Samsung of grocery stores anyway. nice let's, let, let's keep this friendly here <laughs> damn this podcast is yeah. brought to you by. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure somebody from Samsung is in the chat. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but uh, Mark is theorizing. What about an Apple Watch Pro? Just kidding. I think he's making a joke. What would be? Uh, what would be an? Apple you can change Watch the RAM. Pro. Yeah, I don't know what the heck they would. I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, it has LTE, it has GPS, it has NFC. I mean, there's not much else you can put in it. And, and even camera. bigger, an even bigger package. Yes. You know, I, I, I see. I like I like really thick watches, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, the, you know, I think you could get away with making have a third bigger size. Well, our- I think you're actually right about that. I think if they made a 46 millimeter, people would buy it, but I don't. I don't see that happening. Right. Well, there is a rumor that Apple's making the screens bigger. By reducing the amount of uh, is bezel the right word? Bezel, yeah, yes. that makes sense. So, yeah, but it's in the border. same size form form factor. I mean, maybe that would be the pro. So they go do a good job of hiding it because you know when it, a lot of the screens on the Apple Watch are black, so you can't actually see that the display doesn't yep. really go all the way to the edge. Yeah, but, unless you're you're showing a, a full size photo, mm-hmm. um, you have no idea where that screen ends, and that that's one of the things that Apple did great when it designed this watch was using OLED to its full advantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, you have to like really turn it into a certain light to see, you yeah. know, where those best now Android Android Wear OS is called now. They recently got finally went to a to a full dark mode, and I mean it's like night and day. Before they had this kind of weird off black grayish color that was just so you could see just enough of the of the of the light coming, like it was just annoying. So now it's yeah. full black, hmm. and it just it makes a full it makes a huge difference on um, watches. Nice. Yeah. There's also a rumor that they're going to make them thinner, and I. Kind of hope they don't do that. I th- wish they would just add more battery. Uh-huh. But you know, I think the same thing of Apple's laptops. They keep making them thinner. And I'm like, don't make them thinner. Just add more battery. But I don't know. Maybe that also would make it more expensive. I don't. I don't know. So 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, um, it'd be nice to have an Apple Watch that lasted like yeah. three days. Uh, if they go thinner, they're gonna have to get rid of the dial, right? I mean, that's kind of the thing that <laughs> that is the thickest part of it. Think it, it helps out. <laughs> yeah, so the thickness help offsets the yeah. dial. I think, yeah. right? Right. I don't. I mean, unless yeah. you go with a thinner dial, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, they could just make it a little bit smaller. I mean, it, it's yeah. gotten to the point navigation-wise where you don't really need it. Yeah, it's kind of just true. just like a, like like a, like an iconic uh, symbol of this is an Apple Watch. But yeah. you know, with Apple Watch One or or, or or Watch OS One, you know, it was important for scrolling and navigation, and, and they've, they've kind of gotten away from that. Yes. Right. I rarely use it. Yeah. Yeah. So got the nice red dot though. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yes, and. Uh, Still paying for that too. Nine dollars. <laughs> yeah, so am I. I don't even wear it much anymore, and I'm still paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> they got you. <laughs> Are uh, you wearing the Fitbit Charge Three instead? Well, I, I will once I. I it's not out yet. Damn. Damn. Yeah, um, really good today. <laughs> really good. At this I had a transition. Full cup of coffee this Jeez. morning. This is actually a pretty good show. <laughs> Mike. Hey, uh, yeah, Mike. A couple days ago, posted a hands-on with the fitness, the Fitbit Charge Three. So, what were your impressions? Yeah, it, of? Comes, it, it comes out in October. Yeah, but I, I got to check one out last week, which is why I wasn't on the podcast. And um, you know, it de- first of all it depends on what you want. If you want a full smartwatch, this is not you know you, you're not going to even consider it. It's it's very much has a foot and a half in uh, the fitness tracker room. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. it's you know it's skinny and it you know it doesn't show a, a, a ton of information at once. There's there's a lot of tapping and scrolling if you, if you want to read text and things. But they have taken so since the Charge Two was was announced, they have now the Versa and the Ionic, which are full smartwatches with full OS's apps and all the stuff that we that we that we you know that we associate with smartwatches. And the Charge Three it picks up some of that. So you know now all the all the notifications from your phone go to your go to the the, the charge. You can can read things. It's going to be getting second party apps in in the sense that mm. um, Fitbit will work with partners rather than just uh, releasing an SDK so they can uh, you know anyone can make an app. Mm-hmm. But there there will be apps um, and it does it does you know it does some some extra things that the the Charge Two didn't. And it kind of it's kind of that in between uh, device. So you have the super the super simple fitness trackers that have dots and lights and you have something like the Apple watch, which has a screen and apps. And then this is like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's going to be 150 bucks. It does all the fitness things you want. It has a heart rate SPO two sensor, uh, automatic detection, all that stuff. Cause you know, it's Fitbit. And it also does some, you know, some smartwatch stuff. I think, I think it'll sell well. I think it's a, you know, it's, it's a device that Apple probably never will make something like that, but it would be interesting if they decided to. Well, it, it almost, I don't want to say it seems like an odd device to me, but it seems like a device you would only wear while you're being active. Is that correct? Well, it, it has a couple of things. For one, you can swap out the bands just like anything else. So mm-hmm. it has all different colors, all different materials, leathers, mm-hmm. and it has a seven-day battery life. Mm-hmm. Seven mm-hmm. days, man. So you can put it on Monday. You don't have to take it off till Sunday night, and you can shower, you can swim. You can, you know, do whatever you need to do with it, and it's always going to be on your wrist, and it's always going to be working. And that—that's a, if it was a one-day battery life, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But a week yeah. long—that's—that's a, you know, if you don't want to wear a real heavy smartwatch and you just want something that's lightweight but still get notifications, still get, you know, obviously the fitness tracking, it's—it's it's pretty attractive, and it's only 150 bucks. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. 
And if you spend $20 more, you get NFC and you can do that Fitbit pay thing, which is, I just wish, I wish there was a standardized payment service. Man, yeah, mm-hmm. all this competition. Android, Samsung, Fitbit, Apple, like, come on, yeah. guys, just Jeez. have one. Yeah. I didn't realize that uh, Fitbit had their own payments. Yes, I know. Yeah, I, I, read that. I didn't know that until I read his article. <laughs> yeah. So how much, uh, how much does, how well does Fitbit ecosystem play uh, on an iPhone? I mean, do you, uh, do you get like really good notifications? Yeah. Does it, you know, ever, ever break? Yeah, the only thing it doesn't do on, um, so on Android, you, you, you can, you can do quick replies, which means that you can put like five canned replies, like, hi, talk to you later, or bye, blah, blah, blah. You can't do that on the iPhone because of the way Apple handles uh, messages and iMessage. Mm-hmm. But everything else is fine. All the notifications get through. You have all, all your stats are tracked and synced all day. Sleep tracking, all that stuff. It works perfectly. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, Michael, probably you're you're probably going to be doing the review when it comes out. I, I suspect. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, most likely. Yeah. So, and that and like you said, it doesn't come out till October. Yeah. You you can pre-order it now. Yeah. But it um it doesn't release till October. Like I I got about twenty minutes with it, and uh, it was comfortable. It's not yeah. it's you know it's, it's a little bit bigger than the Charge Two um, vertically, but um width wise it's about the same. Uh, it's 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 very light. The uh, band swapping mechanism is super easy, and they have a bunch of them that they sell for um, around thirty bucks each. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe thirty five. I forget. But um yeah, I think it's I, you know the charge two from what people say and what Fitbit says it's a, it's enormously popular for some reason, so I don't see why this won't be just as just as much. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. So, um, I was gonna say that is there any other any more rumors? Oh, to the, rumors the newest that, rumor is s- this morning they I don't remember who said it, but you know we were talking about what the new iPhone is going to be named, and uh, yeah, they they saw something in some kind of coding. I'm just speaking off of what I knew. I saw it on the bus, but you know it's the iPhone XX or the iPhone 1010 or something like that. So God, that would be horrible. Yeah, that was it. you know I posted it in it's Slack right. earlier because well, then you're going to get to yeah. XXX and what? <laughs> and then you won't be able then to game buy over. Until you're 18. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, why don't why don't they? I, I still think they just call it an iPhone, right? Yeah, the iPhone. Yeah, I'm going to go on record saying my guess is iPhone uh-huh. for the 6.1 inch. Yes. iPhone X. S? No, they will not do XS. You don't think so? Because XS. iPhone XS, you know, Samsung would have a field day with that. But it would be <laughs> called the iPhone XS. Right. Yes, yeah. but the, everybody's going to pronounce yeah. it XS. Everybody says Mac Maybe it'll just be the new iPhone X because <laughs> they don't sell the old one. Maybe they yeah. just call it iPhone X and then iPhone X Pro or Plus or whatever. Just drop the numbers. Let's see. This isn't yeah, Final no, Fantasy anymore, right? We're, you know, we're just <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting too high. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Throwboy says uh, you can call it the iPhone Dos Equis. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that was like a, a lime green version. Yeah, so that was a 9 to 5 Mac report. Uh, yes. It was some code found in Xcode. And I think, I think the XX is, is a variable. Yeah, yeah, right. That, that, so, that's, that's like a placeholder. It's like TK, TK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that somebody was using or something. So, and they just said XX just to call right. it something. That makes so, sense. Okay. Yeah. So it's a very. They, they also, they it, the also iPhone XX, XX, I'm out. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, done. then done. you go, what, Triple X, and then you have Vin Diesel uh, oh. come out and show it. Hey, then. you know what? If Vin Diesel wanted to sell me an iPhone, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably buy it. <laughs> just kidding, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> 
the one thing you'll know about the, the iPhone triple X, it'll be obscenely priced. Uh, obscene. And obscene. Yeah, obscene. <laughs> An obscene price tag. Yeah. Probably like $2,000. You wouldn't want to click on this at work. <laughs> yeah. It's obscene. Uh, you know, somebody was asking earlier about uh, iPad rumors. Any yeah. any iPad rumors coming around? Uh, nothing this week, but we... We we got that one a couple of weeks ago. The very thin bezels, no home button. Right. And Face ID somewhere. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. The question I have is, how are they going to orient it? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be landscape? Are they going to finally flip that Apple logo? And when you start it up, is it going to be landscape? Like, if if there's no home button, mm-hmm. there's no natural way to hold it. Mm-hmm. So you're selling uh, basically a screen that you can use in any direction. I mean, you always can use it in any direction, but with the home button down the bottom where it is, you know, it's a portrait first and then you can turn it. Yeah. Yeah. If there's no home button and there's no markings, mm-hmm. so it's where the, where the, where's the camera going to be and where's the Apple logo? You know, how's the Apple logo going to look? Because mm-hmm. well, the iPad, I mean, I don't care what Apple says. It's a, it's a landscape device. Yeah, most people, I use it in landscape, even yeah, when it isn't attached to keyboards and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like what Apple, Apple would only enable face id on an ipad if it can work in both orientations i don't it seems you would think so you yeah. Would think so. yeah i don't i don't know, think they would make that compromise of it only works in portrait that would be a big faux pas could you imagine right. all I the agree. cases with the keyboard cases like let me flip this thing on my side <laughs> well or you know maybe they just put the keyboard on the other side and make it so it like it, it i don't know jesus that would be so hard yeah that would be yeah that's not practical <laughs> The thing about the yeah. iPad is because it's a bigger device, it, and, and I don't know anything about engineering or anything like that, mm-hmm. they could make that Face ID camera bigger in order to support both modes. Mm-hmm. Does that make, I don't know if that makes sense. What I just uh, it, said, would just, it would just need I mean? a wider, it would need a wider angle of vision. Right, mm-hmm. like right. The camera itself would need to be bigger necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. But so, it would need to have, uh, to, to be able to see more. Right. Right. So and maybe that maybe because it's a bigger device, it's more prone to supporting that. I, I don't know. So but. I don't know. It's 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 really a, an interesting question because if you make it if you put it on the on the top of the landscape side, mm-hmm. what happens if you turn it the other way? Right. Like so, there's no markings. Again, I say right. So what, what if, if it's upside, it upside down? down? Right. Or, yeah. Or what if you like? I don't know how they're going to do this or if they're going to do it, but it's a it's a very interesting question. Yeah. How they handle Face ID on the new iPad Pro that doesn't have a logical way to pick it up and hold it. Right. It has to have a camera, an Face ID camera that can work in any orientation. Right. And, and, right. Upside right. down, and, landscape, yeah. whatever. And, yeah. and obviously the OS needs to, but but it does that anyway. Yeah. But it, yeah, it needs to understand like, all right, he's looking, he's he's going to be upside down now, and he's going to be sideways now, and yeah. Or else you're going to have a ton of false false positives, or you just it just won't work. Right. right. So, yeah. I yeah, don't so know. Bigger screen on an iPad. What if, do we miss? Leave out any other products that that Apple. So we already know that they're discontinuing their routers. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's oh, a, supposedly those over ear headphones. Um, people have been. All oh, right, there was that rumor about that. Yeah, yeah I don't know about that. <laughs> so there is that. That, that. that seemed like Mark Gurman had him written something for a while. <laughs> and needed to, <laughs> to Just threw it on the wall. And see, we make up things. No? <laughs> I don't know if we made it up, but uh, but I think he might have like you know fabric not fabricated. I, I think he might have elevated a 
questionable rumor into into a, a one that was <laughs> yes. more serious. I mean, they, they had Beats. Why would they make their own version of Beats? Because I, I as I, I wrote an article on it, because I have a feeling there is a lot of people who would buy Apple headphones who would not, for their life, even take a free pair of Beats. Right. Yeah. Uh, the diff- they associate them with kids. They they think you consider it's like a loud design. They you know, um, let's admit it. They're associated with hip hop. I have had people tell me that. And uh, I mean, they are, but they're but they're st- whatever. Like they they make conservative ones. You don't have to buy the ones that are like bright blue. Right. Black and white. But even so, some branding is really important to a lot of these people yeah. who spend all this money on big big stuff. And uh, by a lot, do you? I mean millions. Like yes. they yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna have to agree with Leif. I, I, you, I know a lot of people who don't like the Beats name just because it's Beats. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they made a pair of headphones that were over the ear and looked kind of like Beats, but with an Apple logo. You're they, telling me they would sell? It would not yes. look like Beats. I, I don't think it would look like. They would come up with something cooler. Head, but, yeah. How different yeah. could it look? Oh, I, I always. I always say this aluminium. joke. This is the joke I always run to when we talk about this topic. The cans itself would be the Apple logo. Yes. So they would go. be just a big, big plastic apples. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't think anyone would buy that. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> be two apples instead of your head. That would be awesome. People would buy that. Nobody, nobody would so, buy that, Roman. They would buy them, especially <laughs> if they were the original six-color logo. Uh, oh, that would be cool. No, no. That, that would be cool. That would be sweet. So, I would rock that all day long. Uh, Bondi blue, yeah. My <laughs> kids would not want to walk near me, which actually might be a good thing. There you go. <laughs> Gonna have yeah. to call somebody. Noise canceling. Yeah, noise canceling. Because <laughs> the cans themselves are, would be really loud. Right. You know what I mean? Not loud, literally, but. Yeah. Nice. All right. I guess on that note, <laughs> we're going to wrap up this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 618. I'd like to thank Mike Simon on the remote. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for having we'll me. We'll have you yeah. on again soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank Leif Johnson. And thank you for the good questions this so, time. Yeah. Our producer, Adam Patrick Murray, thank you very Sorry much. Sorry you had to deal with me. <laughs> I, I, oh, I won't be back again. So. There's a giant hook that's going to pull me off. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> so. And I'd like to thank you, the audience. Thank you for your comments and questions. Join us again next week. We're on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific live on Twitter and YouTube. If you, I don't know why I'm saying this now. I was going to say, if you missed this podcast, which doesn't make sense because you're watching us. Or listening to it afterwards. But we do, what I meant, what I was trying to get at is we do post the podcast afterwards. So in case you miss, you happen to miss a scheduled podcast, you can go back to our website and watch it. So we do post it afterwards later in the day. So, but our regular scheduled time, is 10 a.m. Wednesdays on Twitter and YouTube. Join us next that's, week. We'll post a topic. Pacific time. Pacific, Pacific time. Pacific. So <laughs> that's uh, 7 a.m. Hawaiian in Hawaii. Uh, that's perfect. 1 p.m. East Coast. Yeah, keep going. And don't ask me what it is in the UK. Kazakhstan. <laughs> I think so. it's 6 p.m. in the UK, right? Is it 6? Yes, because there are eight hours. Eight hours, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
But yeah, do the conversion. <laughs> Join us. Or just have Roman do so, it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll post the topics uh, for next week's show uh, sometime early next week, usually on Tuesdays, the day before. Uh, but it's usually based upon the news. So. Maybe we'll have an Apple invite. <laughs> Maybe we'll have an search. Apple invite to talk about. So. And we can talk about more rumors and make up more rumors. So. Maybe. Join us next week. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. See ya.